Welcome to The Weekly. I'm Jeremy. I'm Chris. And this week on The Weekly, Fallout Skirmish and RPG Bundle. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm leading with that, but... Uh, <laughs> okay. And uh, Recycling Warhammer. Ooh, so, okay. Yeah, okay. Here's yeah, their, their new initiative that's mm-hmm. going to save the world, save the planet. Sure. Uh, Corvus Belly is using new plastic resin. Okay. Uh, One Ring Expansion. And a few more days to get that GM's Day sale on drive-thru. Okay, cool. All right, so not a lot of controversy. <laughs> I'm fine with that. That's fine, yeah. Not everything has to be controversial. All right, well, let's start with the post-apocalypse then. Mm-hmm. So there is a, a bundle available, and this is nice. Uh, the starter sets are a little pricey, and I wasn't sure about the quality of the miniatures, so this is a really nice thing that came up. Uh, Fallout, the Wasteland Warfare, their uh, skirmish game, okay. based in the the video game Fallout yep. uh, universe uh, by Modifius, is doing a bundle where they're offering a ton of terrain, basically everything they've released uh, digitally, all the STLs that they've released digitally, um, plus uh, print and play, uh, all the counters okay. and cards and rulers and everything that would come with the starter set. They're giving you as PDFs, okay, and then plus several of the uh, campaign books. Oh. So it's a it's a huge bundle, um, and it's also tied into. So they also released an RPG mm-hmm. uh, that you can kind of use uh, the miniatures for. You know, right. you can you can kind of move back and forth and create characters and also play them in the skirmish game. Oh, interesting. Okay. So a little bit of yeah, a little bit of flexibility. So for eighteen dollars, you get basically everything that they've done uh, digitally for the um, uh, Fallout uh, Wasteland Warfare. It's actually pretty good. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder what that would cost you materials though. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it, fair it enough. Depends. I'm not yeah, complaining yeah. about hey, 18 bucks for their entire digital mm-hmm. library of this thing. That's pretty but yeah, good, if you're gonna yeah. if you want to print on you know or like print on stickers and put it on yeah. uh, cardstock and stuff to make it more useful, yeah, it, it's not going to be super cheap. But it's quite a, it's quite an offering, um, especially if you wanted to try it out because you can mm. go I think as little as just uh, three dollars and get the basic books, right. so you okay. can take a look at the rules and things. And you can just print out little paper. Yeah. Stuff right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. You can. Yeah. You can definitely uh, uh, improvise to give it a to give it a shot. The nice thing is uh, that so there's a ton of campaign supplements. Uh, this includes the campaign uh, handbook supplement, uh, and there are many narrative elements uh, in each of the matches, uh, meaning that you can play uh, solo uh, in uh, sorry uh, solo cooperative or competitive. Versus, right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So right. there's a VS. <laughs> right. And uh, so and all of the uh, books are a series of linked uh, scenarios. Okay. You can either play one off or play as linked uh, connected cool. missions. So, uh, yeah, a, a lot of offering. And then the um, yeah, the uh, role play book expansion, the game expansion includes character creation and three scenarios and uh, a, and also a standalone one shot that you can tie into the uh uh, shorter the short campaign that they offer oh. yeah so the nice thing i was happy to see because that's the thing that the um you know starter boxes and stuff always have is the tokens and right. you know all of the uh, uh cards and things that uh usually don't have any sort of access to oh. unless you buy that box so um and you also get the the iconic red rocket gas station in both pre and post destroyed uh condition <laughs> to okay print, so you can print it okay. in both both forms but yeah, that's a um, a nice thing to to see that they are doing it. So the list is 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 considerable for all of the um, oh wow yeah that is digital, a pretty big list yeah the digital stuff that they're doing. So this goes on until March eighteenth, and uh, of course because it's humble bundle, it goes to support the uh, Trees People Water and Safe Drinking Water Organization. Hmm. 
And uh, yeah, so a ton, a ton of stuff. And they've been kind of as after they release the game, kind of gradually releasing uh, STL files and sometimes teasing you with like a single hmm. like piece of scattered terrain or something to, to print to see how um, how they did. So, yeah, that would be interesting if Modifius moves into this in the future, because they did do that with uh, Mutant Chronicles. They did the iconic characters from Mutant Chronicles as STLs. Oh, and really? they just made okay. put them in, in part of a, a humble bundle when right. they were getting okay. rid of the RPGs kind of you know getting their last yeah, little yeah. boost <laughs> before they drop the license and uh yeah that, it'll if, if modifius is the one that kind of starts to push this forward that will be interesting if they're always developing digital files along with you know mm. physical sets and things you can buy but i haven't seen the quality of the um i know people have complained a little bit about the skirmish game it's very fussy with tokens so it's good they include right. tokens because there's a lot of like little things to keep track of mm. um but that's the only uh, criticism that i've heard i don't know anything else you know, kind of beyond that for the game but if you want to try it out it's a very cheap way to do that cheap way to do it yeah yeah so link in the description all right well games workshop has started a new initiative a a trial of this new initiative to save the planet Mm -hmm. because uh, i'll I'll get to their uh (laughs) i'll get to their uh, their cheese ball (laughs) statement soon enough but for a limited time there will be a trial in 28 uk uh games workshop stores Mm -hmm where you can uh, safely scrap your sprues, models, <laughs> and paint pots. <laughs> so they're recycling plastic. And uh, yeah, so that sea of grace. So so basically, you can eliminate your pile of shame in one fell swoop. You oh, you could. Just, yeah. You could. Just be like, <laughs> there you go. I'm done. Just hand it over and let them turn it back into whatever. So um, it's, yeah. So they're saying that this plastic, of course, has you know, been long time recycled, but it's very pure plastic and it works in normal recycling. Um, and this is the first time that they brought a, re- a specific recycling program for these items in house. Hmm. So um, starting the end of March, hobbyists can drop off all their used plastics. So here's the quote. The why is obvious. Looking after Terra is everyone's oh, responsibility. Well, tell that to uh, <laughs> Horace. He's looking after he... Terra. He just wants to get the Emperor off it, right? <laughs> right, right? Well, Terra got pretty fucked up when he visited. Uh, right. But uh, yeah, so us included, uh, this is a small thing that can <laughs> that we can do to help the effort. So yeah whatever it's um and the odd thing is like most recycling is actually very wasteful it's not very efficient so recycling this plastic is you know it's more it might be more of a gesture than actually a something that is actually conserving any sort of i mean i I don't know maybe there is like a seven mile island of used uh well yeah used plastic sprues from games workshop floating in the ocean i okay like i haven't bought a lot of games workshop (laughs) Any Games Workshop models, and I don't know how long, mm-hmm. but looking at people's pictures right, mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. the new Earth sprues. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of plastic yeah. on that. And I've even thought that when I've been like assembling Frostgrave stuff, I'm just like, mm-hmm. this is a row of little heads for a giant chunk of thing. Like, there's a lot of plastic. Yeah, um, yeah. The way they're sprues, designing, right? yeah, designing them now because they're not just, um, you know, uh, simple structure. They're curved. Yeah, and the very, GW yeah, ones, yeah, like yeah. they are. Yeah, they're I, very. Like I swear, I swear those things design. are put together with CADs, yeah, so yeah, that yeah. you can't convert your models. But that's like a tangent, right? right. Like, yeah, the GW <laughs> sprues are. Maybe that's even to like conserve. I don't know if it's a conserve, maybe, right? Yeah, maybe. But to, yeah, so they can have fewer sprues in yeah, a kit. Compared yeah. that to like the North Star kits that I love, like mm-hmm. it's the classic straight. Mm-hmm sprues and sometimes you get like this big gap and i'm like there's just a row of five heads yeah 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 right so okay sure whether it's a gesture whether that it actually will do something i think this is kind of a step you 
had to take. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because how much plastic from a kit actually goes to a model? Oh, right. that's true. You know, it's it, a lot of the material is wasted. And, unless you make mm. sprue goo, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, which, right. which you, you can't use an entire sprue for, or unless you recycle your sprues into like scatter terrain I-beam stuff, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. what else are you doing with it? Yeah. Yeah. So the, the odd part about this initiative is, you know, you, you bring your plastic to them and they recycle it, whatever mm-hmm. that means. And you get nothing. You don't even get like a little sticker or a poster or something Jeremy, like that. You <laughs> shouldn't have to oh, get something oh, that's for right. protecting it's just, it's Terra. It is knowing. your sworn duty. <laughs> it's just right? knowing. It's just knowing. <sighs> yeah, right. It's that, yeah. that feeling you get. Yeah, oh, yeah. right, right, right. No, but, um, you know, it seems like to encourage this kind of thing and for them to handle it, they would want to have some sort of interaction. But no, they'll just probably be a bin marked recycling. Probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what I'm imagining, right? I'm just mm-hmm. going to imagine like here at like the the electronic stores right you know they have like kind of the, the oh, yeah. bins that are for like recycling your your fluorescent tubes your yeah. ink cartridges whatever right, that's right. what i'm imagining just yeah, like yeah. a cardboard bin where you drop your things and, and i hope it's not like the recycling here where it's like here's this rubbish thing and this side is for pet bottles and this side is for cans <laughs> and then after you drop your thing and you look at it you're like it goes, the it goes to the same Everything garbage goes. bag right what's right, the point right. yeah. so yeah Yeah, so, yeah, I think a lot of recycling is just a gesture. The statement goes on to say, the plastic used in Citadel miniatures is of very high quality and purity. So there are loads of uses for recycled materials uh, elsewhere in the plastic chain, including garden planters, plastic (laughs) playground equipment, and even table tennis tables, which you could also play Warhammer on. You could. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, that was kind of weird. So because Citadel miniatures require such high quality materials, we are not yet able to turn old sprues collected from the stores back into new models, but we're investigating this in the future. And so I think that is, I mean, because you already have some of these uh, plastic resin uh, things like the CO cast we talked mm. about for a while, all the materials, like all of the sprues and channels that get, would get cut off that don't get shipped to the customers can actually be resold. Oh, re- really? Okay. Re- yeah. Re- remelted down this plastic. I don't think the hips plastic can be, it has no, to go through another so. process and yeah. become a lower grade plastic. But if they're investigating this, that means they, you know, might want to shift towards this cheaper way to like, I guess the material isn't, it's the tooling of the, the yeah. molds. It's their big expense. The plastic maybe isn't, but eventually someday we're just going to be getting, you know, the same old, <laughs> it's going to be like bananas. You're eating the same banana over and over again. We're going to be getting the, the same plastic for the GW models well, my, again. And I just cut this off the sprue and now I've got it back. Well, my feeling is okay. Why not? Right? Like, okay. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a fan of the, it's your sacred duty to protect Terra. Like, I don't, I'm not a fan of corporations kind of doing the in-universe yeah, thing. Yeah. Like, I realize some people are, not for me, right? But, okay, I do like what GW said. They basically said, okay, ignoring the high-quality material stuff, just like, we can't recycle this plastic into new miniatures yet, right? Mm-hmm. But we don't kind of, we don't want you to just throw it away, right? Mm. Like, this plastic can be used in other places, just farther down the line right. and if, if they do actually are, are able to like recycle the plastic then good on them maybe that'll mean a reduction in cost for the models right or an awesome tax break yeah. well i mean okay yeah sure i'm sure this is this is part of it right, right, right. yeah right yeah so the, the article that um talked about this announcement ends in an, and also a, a cheesy line mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. um we'll be able to play our small part in making the world of warhammer a little greener beyond the presence of 
orcs and goblins. Just gets worse. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know why this was even worth announcing. And like I said, like I think we've already it's already been proven that unless these recycling programs are insanely efficient, I I would say maybe like the Japanese pet bottle hmm. recycling system, so much energy is lost in that process. It's like, well, what are you even doing? If if the, you know you can actually uh, dispose of the stuff responsibly that's going to be more efficient than the insane amount of petroleum and stuff that's going to take to turn Recycle. this same right. plastic into yeah so i think i think some systems in some countries maybe have that under control but like the u.s it's already been proven that like recycling is just a scam in in the u.s and they don't even well, okay. they don't even do any i mean it all goes in say, the same get, get, I mean, yeah, like, getting off topic but like is that a scam of the the recycling thing or just like the u.s being shitty in general well, yeah right yeah i guess the the sanitation uh, okay. <laughs> system being a little broken and uh uh yeah uh, yeah captured anyhow moving on to more plastic news oh all right <laughs> so now we're talking about corvus belly a much more uh, a company much more worthy of supporting and uh much more uh, kind of innovative in what they want to do and how they want to like make their customers happy they've stuck with metal miniatures probably mm. and very high detailed very complicated metal miniatures longer than a lot of companies would have, but recently have been doing uh, things with um, resin, uh, re resin kits, and now they've just announced that they will be uh, doing a new material in their range of miniatures. It's a plastic resin, so a mixture of resin and PVC. Huh. So they've been okay. testing this for a while and using the uh, external supplier Unicool, which sounds so cool, like the okay, cool one, the one cool, Unicool. <laughs> the one yeah. cool. Uh, so they've been testing this material for a while, and now, now we're finally releasing it. It's going to give them a high level of detail. Uh, and durability uh, as opposed to conventional resin uh, harder than thermoplastic but not fragile it's actually a little flexible okay. so um and especially uh the uh, infinity miniatures are famous for their little antennas and right. little rabbit ears and little you know air spoilers and things on their uh, mechs that just break off yeah yeah just like if you those are metal well and, and actually getting them on there like super gluing them on there is not fun the only thing that um it does this doesn't give us because it is plastic resin uh is you're still using super glue for assembly right. and that's not my favorite thing especially when doing small things i glue things to my thumb yeah, yeah, yeah. and not to the model yeah, yeah much like, more all than right that. got it and then he's like <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah and also the fumes and tweezers yeah right well, yeah. <laughs> if i did it well if i had a, a logical approach um but it doesn't require this material doesn't require any other special considerations it's not um you know like uh the cleaning and preparation right. and everything of it doesn't require any you to do anything different than you were doing before with the metal or the previous resin and probably it might be a bit safer than the previous resin as oh. far as the uh dust airborne stuff, yeah. dust yeah yeah so um they will be releasing alternative versions of the marat and Hassassin. uh AR uh, plastic resin in twenty in this year twenty twenty three in a special uh, ITS special pack in April, hmm. but so they soon. will yes yes and they will continue yeah, next month they'll continue to hmm. use uh, uh, metal thermoplastic or plastic resin depending on the kit so okay. um, yeah based on what the requirements are because I think this this plastic resin is probably lighter mm, yeah. and so yeah when they did larger models and they did them all in metal the, I've had some some biker units and stuff that are pretty significant <laughs> chunks yeah. of metal that um, uh, go together that way. But yeah, the, so they're always um, trying to innovate, but they're not a huge company. So this is like, you know, the R&D is very expensive for them. To, these experiments are actually very expensive well, for them because it's, um, but it's it's nice that they, they, they're thinking about the customer and making the models better, easier to assemble right. and better for the- uh, Well, it might, might also be cheaper for them, right? Yes. Well, yeah, I was also ultimately. thinking, okay, a couple of things. Like one, okay, thinking of heft, I'm thinking like flashback into like uh, playing Warhammer 2nd Edition with Tyranids and like, 
one oh, of those old yeah, metal yeah. carnifexes. I mean, like, put that thing in a sack <laughs> and you just brain someone like a sock full of nickels, right? Them right. things were hefty. Right? But the other thing, like, I wonder if these smaller companies are able to make these more agile movements as mm. opposed to like the behemoth like GW you know, that's, because that's of the number of true. layers of bureaucracy and mm-hmm. scale and stuff they have to go through. I don't know. I like I know nothing about business, but Yeah. No, that, that is possible and if they just uh yeah, if they do some testing, they can implement things much faster mm. and yeah, kind of keep things more balanced. Yeah, they don't they don't get stuck because I mean GW is still stuck. I mean, they're still selling you know, metal miniatures from like 30 years ago, almost that uh, oh, really? These, okay. like really old sculpts and things that, um, yeah, who knows why they haven't, you know, spent the time to kind of bring it, you know, bring them they're, up. To, they're not cost leaders. Or yeah. I mean, right. like, all, like, like I bet you, if you broke open a box, box, like Ketachan jungle fighters, they'd be the same ones we used in like second edition. Like, <laughs> all right, yes. really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was the, the funny thing about the sisters of battle. Like they finally released that plastic kit and it forever, you know the the armies had been all metal with yeah. a few like resin characters, just insane how how slowly. And it's so strange because they they uh, going off on a GW thing again. Corvus Belly, we should be supporting yeah, Corvus yeah. Belly. But they um uh, it's amazing that they'll include rules for models and rule books that are just ridiculous. That like you know practically no one wants to even deal with these old models anymore. Um, they're they're clunky. They're not they're not well made. They don't like even fit in with the scale of what oh. the newer models are. It's just, it's really silly that they actually do that, that they're not more kind of efficiently keeping track of, because they play, they play with the, the, you know, the balancing of the game do and they? everything to get people, you know, to get people to oh, buy okay. the new models right. you know, to keep kind of, like, you know, kind of pushing things forward, but they have stuff that they could go back to and refresh that would also generate money. But I don't know, maybe they see that as too. No, people buy the new not stuff. Flashy enough. Yeah. Not flashy enough. And yeah. Yeah. So we'll see, but uh, yeah. So so keep an eye out if you're looking to refresh your uh, infinity uh, ranks. Uh, then uh, yeah, there'll be some new materials for you to uh, to play with. But keep that super glue handy. Mm. And the uh, one more thing I wanted to mention is uh, another new release. The uh, the One Ring has revealed oh, uh, yeah. their Lone Lands expansion. So they did do an expansion, kind of. That was a collection of a, of a campaign that was based on like from the Kickstarter. Okay. So it was a Kickstarter kind of pledge level or a, uh, a stretch goal that they reached. Right. And um, this looks to be uh, very similar uh, in scale and everything. So it's going to have the, of course, the great Martin Grip uh, illustrations and oh. also the, the I forget the the other artists that they did for the pencil illustrations right. inside. It's gorgeous. These um, One Ring books are really gorgeous from, uh, f- from Free League. And it's going to be a compendium of six brand new adventures you can play as lone adventurers or you can string lone, lone adventures or string them together or kind of drop pieces of them in oh. your own campaign okay. and they're all set in the lone lands of the northwestern uh northwestern middle earth hmm. the great northwest the great northwest the middle yeah. and uh, the campaign the, the timing of this also fits into the uh the time of the one ring setting so it's around it'll all be around the year 2965 for whoever whatever that means for me. whoever yep. Yep. um but uh, so this is very similar to their runes of the uh, lost realm uh and they, they're anticipating it to be about the same price about forty dollars um, oh, well that's a hardback book, right? yeah yeah it's a, it's a so, beautiful yeah. yeah beautiful hardback so that's good and uh, a little bit from their uh, press release uh, now they had gone on far into the lone lands where there were no people left no inns and the roads grew steadily worse not far ahead were dreary hills rising higher and higher dark with trees on some of them old castles with an evil look as if they had been built by wicked people. 
So mm-hmm. now you can delve deeper into that that wonderful place. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's called the Lone Land, it's yeah. not the Happy Land. Right, right. Yeah, not so it's the Together Land. There it is. <laughs> yeah. not, not a good place to be lands. So um, a few a few of the adventures: a troll hole, if ever there was one. Uh, kings of the Little Kingdoms, messing around in boats, <laughs> not to strike without need, and uh, wonder of the Northern World. Um, so all of these uh, can kind of play uh, standalone or have connecting con- connecting material that can uh, hook them together. And then the uh, the one that seems to be kind of the climax of this collection is the quest of Amon Gurthros. Hmm. And um, that is directly battling with ancient evils. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, it, so- it sounds fun. And if you're already doing one ring and you're looking for more yeah, more pre, you know, pre-written stuff to run or just inspiration for your campaign should be good. They've uh, yeah, reliably. I, I haven't played. Um, I've read through, but I haven't played uh, One Ring. But really want to uh, try out the mechanics because they add some, like you know, a little bit of a corruption oh, nice. uh, mechanic okay. and things uh, to the uh, the Year Zero system. So get those. Uh, oh, those does, it, does it use the Year Zero system? Mm-hmm. Then? Yeah, okay. it's a it's a, modif- it's a it's a modified version right. of it. But yeah, yeah, everything is using. Well, I'm more interested in it now. I won't get it, but I'm more interested <laughs> in it now. <laughs> and they have evil dice you can roll. I have evil dice black is that with what red. Called, evil dice. <laughs> I think they're. Uh, I forget the uh, yeah I forget what that the, they are called they are evil doom dice, dice bad dice something something who have eyes on them they have creepy eyes on them creepy eyes <laughs> <laughs> and the last thing I wanted to mention uh, it's almost up but the uh, GM's Day sale mm. is still going on on Drive Through RPG so this is a good opportunity thirty percent off so sign of the biggest discount for a lot of things and that includes. Uh, physical and PDFs. Oh, nice. So okay. everything, yeah, everything is marked down. So the all the print-on-demand stuff that um, is provided by DriveThruWe also has this discount. So hundreds of publishers, thousands of titles to download. So I guess March fourth was GM's Day. I, I missed that. I, I, I yeah, so we missed that in the cast. So, but that that. I hope all you players gave your forever GM a present. Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> if you didn't, what's the point? <laughs> So yes, yeah, so show show some appreciation to your uh, GM or or uh, a good excuse to try a new system. So some of the things that were just immediately on the list that I noticed: uh, Cyberpunk Red, uh, Cepheus, uh, the Deluxe Enhanced Edition, RuneQuest Starter Set, mm-hmm. Worlds Without Number, One Ring, uh, Strider Mode, which is their solo mm-hmm. uh, solo uh, kind of adaption, Return of the Lazy Dungeon Master, Cyborg Core Rules, Traveler Explorers Edition, Iron Sworn, Starforged. Nice. Savage Worlds Adventure Edition, uh, the Blade Runner uh, RPG Core Book, uh, One Ring Core Rules, Alien Core Rules, Five Torches Deep, Cyberpunk Red Data Pack, and a whole huge selection of battle maps and all kinds of the Hmm. uh, accessories for for GMs to run. And we got uh, a little uh, on Twitter. um, (laughs) We were informed. I should have uh, started this at the uh, top top of the cast, but we were informed by... uh, a, a specific publisher, I think they they noticed the cast from last time, and we're talking about the return of RuneQuest. Oh, and um, we were notified that uh, by Arta Telsarian that uh, uh, Cyberpunk Red has been in Japanese, and previous editions have been been in Japanese the whole time. They sent me a link to the oh, really? uh, okay. <laughs> sent me a link to the Japanese bookstore. Said, "Hey, we didn't go anywhere. We didn't have to come back. We didn't have to be localized. We're still doing it." So, um, yeah, they uh, the uh, so Artesarian Games sent me the uh, <laughs> surugaya.com link to Cyberpunk Red rulebook. And the Japanese, the translation of the Japanese uh, product description was pretty funny. It Cyberpunk is. Red is a masterpiece of tabletop role-playing <laughs> set in the dark future. Okay. Yeah, so okay. of course it is. Of course it is. A masterpiece. But um, 
So yeah, we want to make that correction. So we, we're not giving any any favoritism to Chaosium. Uh, our Telsarian has always been in Japanese, and Cyberpunk has always been in Japanese. Sure, it doesn't mean it's popular. <laughs> oh, oh! <laughs> All right, just expect, expect another angry tweet. Sorry. Oh, just when we were trying to mend fences. No, okay, like I, I, okay, okay, that was an aside, but like. I forget what metrics got measured on, but like it's been shown that Call of Cthulhu mm-hmm. is okay. A po- number one is number one, mm-hmm. but I was going to maybe clarify that in terms of like okay, possibly Western first, right? Mm. Because I couldn't tell you if there was a Japanese, like originally written Japanese uh, RPG that is more popular in con- than Call I'm, of Cthulhu. I don't think there is. Yeah. I, like, I don't yeah. think there is, but mm. I wouldn't. I, I don't have the ability to Because I think even right D&D now. is more popular than Sword World. Like, they're, they're native one, yeah. I don't know. But, like, Call of Cthulhu is, for some reason, yeah, the most popular one. Yeah. Yeah. And take a look at the interview I did with um, uh, Matthias, the creator of uh, Cthulhu. Um, uh, we talked a little bit about that, about what there is about Japan. I mean, I think it's that there's an interesting correlation between uh japanese xenophobia okay and okay. cosmic horror that i think really works for them and also because the you know japan has the the spirit world and like hauntings and sure. things that that you know built into their uh uh already their psyche their their religious uh background that would make it a little bit different from how how like western christian uh uh countries would respond to that but it was an interesting discussion sure i, I was going to be rude and just say it's generally the tentacles oh tentacles yeah i forgot about that part yeah <laughs> that that was my first guess right. based on the cover of some of the stuff i'm like oh all right yes I put this back. Right. <laughs> anyway yes but uh yeah so that was uh, all i wanted to inform you so i'll put a link to that as well and any of those links or most of those links um will help us we'll get a little piece of uh, anything that you purchase so feel free to support us just with uh, uh shopping on drive through or the uh, humble bundle as yeah well. thanks you like uh based on revenue from those links that's how we were able to get like blaster number two and blaster number yeah, right. three which have sludge war game in it which my miniatures are still sitting in the box <laughs> right, right? right anyway well, yeah i appreciate being able to buy hard copies of that yeah, yeah. no th- so that helps a lot that helps us buy uh new games and actual physical copies of uh, rule books um, that are available only on drive through for the, uh, the so the print on demand so thank you very much for for that support in the past yeah we've had some great um purchases yeah great yeah there, there's been some great things that we've gotten and a lot of a lot of support when we post these links uh people have clicked on them so thank you very much for doing that so that's all for this week so yeah. where can people find you uh on twitter as always it's hive mind h-y-v-e-m-y-n-d where I don't even remember what I'm talking about on there currently. <laughs> all right. It's all just mixed together, one giant churn of just like <laughs> the site is falling apart. Who do I won't say who? Oh <laughs> like, no. Yes. Tabletop role playing stuff, mm-hmm. parenting crap, just like one big melange of stuff. Mm. Right. So nice. more importantly, where can people find you? Oh, nice. Well, I'm still drawing my single panel gag cartoon, uh, so abuse cartoons on YouTube and uh, Twitch. And I draw that live uh, once a week um, on uh, Thursday. That would be Wednesday evening. So Thursday uh, on this side of the world and Wednesday evening in the West. And uh, yeah, so I, I draw the cartoon and eat snacks. So this this last time I did a comparison. It was a showdown between the Noir chocolate cookie okay. and Oreos. Okay. Yep. Yep. And uh, unfortunately, I think Oreos won. Win, yeah. yeah, that sucks. I, I thought for sure that- Japan- Did you factor in price? Well, no, uh, the uh, you get many more. The package is actually surprisingly bigger. So since Nabisco, here, here's some here's some little little background yeah, yeah. Deep, deep dive information. Uh, Nabisco uh, was actually being produced by the same company that uh, the Yamazaki Biscuit Company. Mm-hmm. They 
either lost the contract or decided to not they wanted to compete with their own brands so all of the Nabisco stuff is made in Southeast Asia now right, so the okay. quality and I think it's gotten more expensive so everything is smaller and yeah it's just changed very much so all those Ritz crackers and everything are little tiny packages yeah, yeah. Now in the stores but the the domestic um, Japanese biscuits are, are great they, they really do a good job but Oreos was it just a, it wasn't it was a weak imitation and because right. I think they don't like super chocolatey stuff no, in Japan so that's the problem got to get that cocoa in yeah. there all right anyhow yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if you like like what we're doing with the um, cookie rambles yeah. <laughs> more cookie talk uh, <laughs> please uh, visit upturntable.com for everything we're doing I just posted a flip through of the that's Oathmark right. rulebook and an unboxing of one of the the kits of the goblin slaves so you can see like how many sprues you get, what the sprues look like. I did some detail and then I did, um, I assembled the first rank Ooh, so nice. you can kind of see like, you know, what they intend, how they're intended to look. And the thing that I really noticed doing that and kind of talking about it is compared to the older fantasy, like, you know, Warhammer or mm -hmm. even what Mantic is doing with Kings of War, I like that there's much more room on the bases right, with the they're, miniatures. They're 25 millimeter square bases. Yeah. Right? And so the miniatures, they're not like touching yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah. yeah. So when you rank up some of the older, chunkier models, they are basically they've got yeah. their swords up each other's asses and they're all you know, shoulder to shoulder. So I like the, the look of what uh, uh, North Star did with those. Um, well, plus the goblins are smaller because I. Yes. Like, <laughs> sorry. I put those big hulking barbarians, which are intended to be used for Frostgrave. I put them on the 25 millimeter square bases and. Due to how I went with all two-handed weapons, due to how some of them are mm -hmm. posed, you obviously you got to be on the end because no, you, uh, you're not right. going to rank up with anybody. Even yeah. though I did kind of arrange them before gluing them down, but like I do, it, slightly mixed feelings mm -hmm. because when I put together the the elf soldiers, I kind of wanted like a phalanx, and they're oh, pretty right. widely they're not like hugely widely spaced. And I'm like, I see what you there's yeah, a lot of gaps right. between you guys, right? right but right, right. it does make ranking them up much easier because mm -hmm. there's just more space in between the models on those bases. Yeah, and, and when you're intended to remove them from the trays or remove mm. them from the, uh, their, their configurations uh, as casualties, I think that works well. They're e just easier, easier to grab easier off. Easier to deal yeah, with, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but that's true. If you wanted to yeah, get get a phalanx and get shield, get a shield while you're yeah. not, yeah, get, get much bigger okay. shields. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but they're more real scale. So that, that was very interesting. Mm. All right. And uh, so if you like to support what we're doing and hear more of these tangents and ramblings <laughs> and cookies yeah. and minute and base sizes, um, please uh, become a weakling. Yeah. Spelled with two E's. Two E's. Uh, Patreon.com slash Upturn Table. Um, and support us. Tell us what we're doing wrong or what you'd like to see us do. More cookie talk. <laughs> and um, and follow us on the uh, our Oathmark escalation Ooh, yeah. campaign. So it's going to get ugly. I think next month, if you check Chris's Twitter, it's going to be complaining about goblin magic. Oh, mostly. probably, probably. And how cheap those things are. Like you were assembled <laughs> right. a rank of goblins. That cost you what? Thirty points. <laughs> yes. Five <laughs> models yes. cost you thirty points, which is like mm. one an elf. Yeah, they're they're pretty uh, they're pretty unruly though, so they may not. I may only get to throw stones. I may not get very I'm close fine to with you. That. Those stones will probably just wipe out my enemy again. Yeah. <laughs> well, in combination with Sunder, I hope it. Yeah. I hope Yikes. It, uh, anyhow, no. so that's all for this week. Yep. We'll be back again next week. Later, mortals. Goodbye. Uh -huh.